Michigan State rolls Hillsdale. Even though it's a Division II opponent, what can we still take away from that scrimmage on Wednesday? We also give you a little sampler of what to expect in Sunday's exhibition against Tennessee. And then, well, yeah, we're going to talk about this Saturday's football game. And, well, yeah, we're pretty overdue for some Urban Meyer talk. Let's get to that. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. the game time app create an account and use code locked on college all one word locked on college for $20 off of your first purchase Spartan friends Spartan family locked on Spartans listeners thank you so much for starting your day and ending your week with us here at locked on Spartans your team in green and white five days a week as we get closer to another kickoff and well another uh, tip off I guess on Sunday against Tennessee yes an exhibition game but certainly might be the event of the weekend even in the middle of football season here today. On the show, we're going to have a cocktail of both of those sports. We're going to start with basketball, and then segments two and three, we're going to work our way into football. But before that, hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to this year' podcast or YouTube channel, however you are digesting this content. I just want to thank you for that. I really do appreciate all you guys out there. All right, let's get into the mix here. Wednesday night, you already know what happened against Hillsdale, Michigan State 200, Hillsdale 43. It was a complete beatdown, just like we all expected. Um, look, I, no disrespect to Hillsdale. All right. Best of luck to them the rest of the season. I'm sure all of their kids are great. And this is nothing against Hillsdale, but I'll speak for a lot of Michigan state fans right now in saying that we needed to see a cathartic whooping in the worst way possible after everything we've gone through the last few weeks with football season. So yeah, that 40 plus point victory, even over a division two team, that was nice to see on Big Ten Plus. Again, Hope Hillsdale does well the rest of the season. It's it's nothing against them. It's just business. And, well, just the business of our mental health because we, we've been going through a lot the last month, and that was nice. Now, if you missed the game, I'm going to be honest. You, you didn't really miss, like, a ton competition-wise, obviously. It was 18-3 to at the uh, under-16 timeout. And you got everything that you wanted to see in this game on Wednesday night. A lot of running in transition, something that Tom Izzo wants to do a lot more of this year by way of, well, that's the makeup of his team now, a lot of good athletes. And also, uh, contrary to last year, you're going to have more than seven kids that you could play at a certain time. So, yeah, a lot of running in transition, which is what they had against Hillsdale. Uh, the wings are looking like themselves, or the guards, like A.J. Hogarth had some nice finds. Aikens had some spot-up threes. Tyson Walker, three of six from behind the arc. Cohen Carr uh, had one of many slams at Michigan State. He actually also missed a dunk, which Tom Izzo said in the post-game press conference that Cohen Carr said that he jumped too high, and that's why he missed his dunk. So, yes, if you... Didn't already know how much of a, an athletic freak Cohen Carr is. He's he's such a specimen that he could even miss dunks by jumping a little too high. God, that's nice. That's a nice problem to have over there. Uh, we also had Tom Izzo screaming his head off when Michigan State was up 30 points because they botched a rebound in the second half. I, this was truly everything that you could ever want in a Michigan State game down to Stephen Izzo getting some points from the free throw line. And hey, just like we ended the show with Graham Couch, what's one thing we we're going to overreact to? is if Trey Holloman splashed home a three-pointer, and what would you look at what happened on his first shot? 
nothing but nylon, baby. And that stroke looked good. So I got three things we're going to overreact to. The Trey Holloman one, in all seriousness, isn't something we're going to overreact to yet. He went one of two from three-point land. But if he can, you know, notch it up from that 23% clip from three last year, that's only going to help this Spartan team. But there are actually three takeaways that I do have, even against an opponent like Hillsdale, that we are going to hit on right now. And the first one, the first one is an exciting one. We've been preaching up and down all offseason. Hey, be patient with this kid. Yes, he has a very high ranking. That's because of his ceiling. Could be a while till he sees it. All right? It's not just me. It's not just the goofball with the microphone over here that's saying that. Tom Izzo has also been preaching that in the weeks leading up to this game as well. But my goodness gracious, Xavier Booker, if you're going to look that smooth on your catch-and-shoot three-pointers, of which he had two of, we're going to have a hard time being a little patient for this season. Now, of course, he also had three rebounds. He had three blocks, some of them very reminiscent of the uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. days where He's playing help side defense, and okay, easy layup coming in, and oh my goodness, there is that six foot eleven fellow right there uh, erasing that shot. So that that was nice. I, again, we do have to pump the brakes a little bit. This was against Hillsdale, not the most uh, physically gifted big men, if you will, but it, that was nice to see. Just a buttery, buttery jump shot. Things we're going to overreact to number two, Carson Cooper. That's right. We're going to keep it with the six foot ten and up club. We're going to move on to Carson Cooper here because, in my opinion, had the best game out of anyone on the court. Tom Izzo said that Trey Holloman was actually the most steady guy on the court throughout the game, but Carson Cooper, look, I mean, I I hate to look at a box score for this game because I, you had to use your eyes for this one against Hillsdale, but Carson Cooper's stat line of thirteen points on six of seven shooting, seven rebounds, two blocks, zero turnovers, like that does paint a pretty good picture of the kind of game he had. And again, I. We want to reiterate this. We are not going to call Carson Cooper like the next Adrian Payne. You know, like not not that fast at least because this was Hillsdale. But man, he does look the part. And it's not just the eyes telling me that. Justin Thin tweeted out about a week ago that he talked with Carson Cooper and he's added 15 pounds to his frame, dropped his body fat in the offseason as well. He took the offseason incredibly seriously and just looks like a bona fide Big Ten big man out there. I mean. We're going to see what he does against Tennessee. That's going to be something that we look for. A little teaser there. And one thing I do want to mention as well, which I hope catches on at Breslin Center, is that the PA announcer with the nice Carson Cooper. I hope that catches on very quickly here. That would be sweet whenever there's a block, a nice rebound, or, of course, two points from Carson Cooper. Get the whole Breslin fired up with the Cooper. Oh, man, this it's just so great to have MSU basketball back in our lives. Now, enough gushing about Carson Cooper because, well, I'll let Tom Izzo speak for me right here. He said that Carson Cooper played his tail off. He was very, you know, appreciative of Carson Cooper's efforts, talked very highly of him after the game, but also said – Despite that slash line I just listed off of 13 points, seven rebounds, two blocks, Tom Izzo said, quote, when you go one of four from the line, it is not acceptable. And that leads us right into thing at number three we are going to overreact to. And again, I mean, maybe overreact was a strong word. It's not like I'm pounding the table here or I'm throwing furniture all across the room. But, like, it is going to be interesting with free throws this year because at the end of the day, Michigan State, 11 of 20 from the charity stripe. Now, while A.J. Hogard did go one of five from the free throw line, I don't think we can count on A.J. to go 20% from the line all year. That That's a little wonky. Yes, Carson Cooper did go one of four. And also, 
On the contrary, I do want to shout out Mighty Sissoko. Five of five from the free throw stripe, but collectively as a whole, 11 of 20. That is a lousy 55%. And let's just talk about, could there be a drop this year in free throw shooting? Or how bad is the drop going to be? Because last year, Michigan State, pretty good at free throw shooting. 36th in the nation, around 76% is where they shot free throws at. However, with Joey Hauser leaving, that's the guy who took the second most amount of free throws last year. If you take his free throws away, that's 85 makes and 97 attempts. That's, that's 87%, not too bad. If you take those away, MSU drops to 73.1% last year. That drops them from 36th in the nation to 126th in the nation. So we'll see what can be sustained and what can't be. But, hey, look, it's going to be an awesome year. Top five for every reason you can name. But if there's something that we should start, like, eh, maybe being a little concerned about, hmm, free throw shooting. It's not going to be 55% every night, but I think that there will be a drop this year that will be noticeable. Really quick, Sunday against number nine, Tennessee, another exhibition game, but one is uh, that is almost sold out. It is for uh, the Maui benefit. Um, all the ticket sales go to benefit Maui after that tragedy they had not too long ago. And there's our tickets available still at msuspartans.com. 3.30 on Big Ten Network. Not Big Ten Network Plus, but actual Big Ten Network for all of us watching from home. Now, Tennessee, I'll say it again, number nine in the nation. But I do want to caution everyone. This isn't the true Tennessee Volunteers team that you will see come December or January because they're going to be without two big players. Santiago Vescavi, uh, all pre, sorry, preseason All-SEC team. He is going back to Uruguay to be with his sick grandmother. He's going to be missing this exhibition. And then also most likely missing this game, Zakai Ziegler. He tore his ACL, second team All-SEC guy. Now there is a sliver of hope that he does play their point guard, their five foot nine point guard. Because he has been practicing, and Rick Barnes said that they're going to see how he is looking on Saturday. But I'd, I'd be a little surprised if they rushed a kid back from an ACL injury just to play in an exhibition game. But look, what this does, both these guys out, Santiago Vescovi, great defensive guard. Zakai Ziegler, another great defensive guard. They're out. So if Hogard, Walker, Aikens, like they just light Tennessee on fire, we'll be fired up about it. Let's not get it twisted here. We will be very excited, but maybe... Tell yourself in the back of your head to pump the brakes a little bit because, hey, look, Tennessee, very good team. They were number one defensive in the nation last year. It'll be hard without those two guys. Now, what to watch for? Carson Cooper versus jo uh, Joan. Jo Joan. Joan Adu. Sorry, I, I couldn't even read my own typing that I had in front of me right there. Six foot 11, 240 pound big man for Tennessee because, yeah, Carson Cooper beat it up on the Division II centers. It'll be interesting to see what he can do against a six foot 11, 240 pound specimen like that. Of course, we'll be watching for the freshman again. Like, well, Izzo after the Hillsdale game voiced a little bit of disappointment in the freshman fighting through screens. Uh, I, not just the negatives too, but also the positives like Cohen Carr. He had a nice drive to the hoop and dribbling is something that we're going to be a little curious about. Can he slash to the lane? Can he make that efficient the entire season? Jeremy fears eight assists against Hillsdale. Yes, but also four turnovers as well. And Izzo after the game compared him to Mateen Cleaves again, but like this saying that, Hey, back in the day, Mateen Cleaves, he would get really tired early on in games that he was very amped up for. And Jeremy fears. It looks like he had the same thing going on, but yeah, just, 
looking for the freshman Carson Cooper against the actual big man. Rebounding will be another good one. So, yeah, there's plenty of things to look for, and we will be talking about it on Sunday night's show. Now, we are going to be joined here by a guest, Scott Tullinen, here in a hot segment to talk all things football. But first, need to talk your ear off about Athletic Brewing Company. Gang, We've been talking about Slug Brewing Company up and down here for the last few months, and they always have us name a Game Changer of the Week. This week's Game Changer of the Week, as we are coming to the end of the week, is the Michigan State football. <laughs> sorry, the Michigan State basketball team. No disrespect to the football team. Maybe you'll get your nomination on Sunday night, but yes, right now it's the Michigan State basketball team. Just like them, Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. You've heard me talk about Athletic Brewing Company. My wife loves their hazy IPA. I will sneak some sips of that sometimes, and then I'll just sneak a few cans in it because it is the best tasting IPA that you will find out there. And my favorite part, when you're waking up in the morning, ready to attack the day, you're not waking up all hungover. You're not waking up sluggish or just a pounding headache. No, because... No alcohol means no hangovers. It is fantastic. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times, and not just when you're drinking it, but yeah, also in the morning. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off of your first online order. That is code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. Also need to talk your ear off about game time, the best ticketing app out there. If you're looking for tickets for next week's game against Nebraska, make it game time. Or hey, if you're hanging out at home this week and you're not traveling to Minnesota, but there's a concert in your area, go for it. Or if there's a play going on, a musical, game time. Game time up and down for everything. I will never use another ticketing app as far as I'm concerned for a lot of reasons. And one of them is their flash deals they have right before kickoff or tip-off or the first sun, what have you. Just walk towards the venue and get the last-minute ticket deals that GameTime always has. And when you buy it, it's so simple. It's just two taps on your phone, and the tickets get sent right to you. You're not going to rummage through your email and panic and, oh, my God, what's going on? They're just sent right to your phone, guys. It's it's so simple. You're right there in the venue thanks to Game Time. And, well, they also want to save you some money right now. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. We are now joined by one of the scribes at SpartansAvenue.com, making his Locked on Spartans debut. That's right. We are ending this Friday's show with a frenzy here with Scott Tolanen. Scott, how are we doing, man? Are we doing okay? Do we enjoy that Hillsdale beat down on Wednesday? That's right. That's uh, It's the only thing keeping me going right now. I mean, that was – Amen. Uh, I mean, <laughs> not just to see the starters, but like the bench getting in it. Oh, that was beautiful. So. It, was, it was a party. It yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> um. We'll see how much of a party this Saturday is because 3.30, Big Ten Network. Another 3.30 Gophers. kickoff. Can we just get noon uh, and just get it over with? I... Scott, I would take 9 a.m. at this point. <laughs> uh, just g- g- give me some, or like 3 in the morning, just yeah, bury right. it so no one sees it. I, I, yeah, I, Big Ten I plus, 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 so. <laughs> right, right. You have to pay $10 every single quarter uh, to continue yeah. watching the game. I... <sighs> No, we're going to keep it upbeat here. Yeah, right. Uh, hey, no, the, the, I think we'll Minnesota is a gettable game. <laughs> okay. I'll show, you, I'll show you why. So Please do. Yeah, that uh, turns the mood around right here. Uh, yeah. Every week at Spartans Avenue, 
You do three goals for this team. You, you give them three okay. goals. Not sure if any were met last week. Uh, we don't have to talk about that, though. It's going to be vacated anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, right. So- yeah, right. Um, well, when I when I first started doing these, it was like, okay, average four and a half yards rushing. Have a 10-play drive. Like, all these, like, hey. Right. <laughs> and they just slowly just where last week, the last goal was don't embarrass yourself. Fail. B. Oh, they, even start, they, they started before kickoff. So, it. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> not so good. This, uh, this week, uh, hey, why don't we just, you know. We've already uh, sunk. Let's. Yeah. There's all. I mean, hopefully, there's only up to go. So, and, um, and if it's dictator trivia night, at least it's not going to be at Michigan State. It's going to be yeah, on the road, yeah. at least. Hopefully, so we got hopefully, right? Yeah. So, at a bare minimum, that's going for us. Um, right. Yeah. So, like, let's just go through the three goals you have for this team. I have two, and kind of like what you were saying, like they're not like shoot for the moon goals. They're bare minimum, but I, right. I'm interested to see what you have to say here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Goal number one. I, I, I hate this phrase, but it's true. You got to let Hayden Hauser cook. All right. Like yes. if you, if you go through Minnesota's schedule and the games they win here, I even have some stats for you. Uh, Let's in go. games they win, they're passing the other team's passing offense ranks. Nebraska was 124. Eastern Michigan was 121. Louisiana was 88, and powerhouse Iowa was 127. Good God. So, okay, if we can just be slightly below average, we got a great shot to win this game, right? I don't hate that. I don't hate right? that, yeah. And, you know, against Michigan, who admittedly has a great defense, the yeah. short intermittent passes, they they worked, right? When you get Nate Carter in space, it works. The problem right. is uh, decision-making by – Hauser was was all right. Obviously, a lot of pressure in his face because the O line can't yeah. uh, do their job a lot of the time, especially but against I, that team. That's a tough task. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, hold, <laughs> trying to hold your blocks is yeah. It, but and then you know we can we just we can hope Jay Johnson gets creative this game. Uh, like, look, I, I would like routes that aren't throw the ball 35 yards in the air just to gain five yards. You know, like right. a lot of those opposite hash, opposite sideline out routes where, my God, the ball's in the air for 27 seconds, it <laughs> yeah. seems like. And it's yeah. all for four yards. Uh, like, Yeah, like Hauser just doesn't have the arm strength yet. Uh, like, I was gonna, like, I don't know if that's like, like Hauser's favorite know. route or, or what, but like I, I could do with a little less of those. I, right. I, I'm being very picky right now. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. we've also earned the right to be picky at this point. Yes, this yes. We, uh... I don't know. We we have we have been disappointed to say the least. Now I, I did dig up one stat for this. Okay, Minnesota, their opponents have the fifth highest completion percentage against them. Hey, in the Big Ten, in the Big Ten that is. Okay, with your offensive rankings, I'm feeling like dare I say I, I don't want, like this is with a lowercase O, not a capital O. Like mm-hmm. feeling a little optimistic, right? We should see something. We should see signs of improvement. You should. Yeah, I, mean, God, I do this every single I know, Thursday. Right? I, no, no matter I'm what here. I saw the last weekend, I always walk into Thursday being like, maybe, maybe it works out. Setting it up, man, I love it. <laughs> such a, such an idiot. All right, yeah. uh, all right. Anyway, number we are rocking and rolling already here. Uh, oh goal number two. Okay, Mr. Tolan, this, this is this is lofty. Win okay. the turnover battle. I know. Yeah. Okay. Very rudiment, elementary, sure. baseline <laughs> right. goal. Hey. Don't turn the ball over as many times as your opponent yeah. and you win the game, right? It's really, I mean, not always, but it's pretty simple. The sure. problem is Minnesota has fumbled twice 
and only lost a fumble once the entire season. So they're due. They're yeah. Due. However, their quarterback, uh, Kayla, Kayla, can't, can't complete a pass, I can tell you that much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he has six interceptions to only six touchdowns. So he's okay. completing like maybe just over 50% of his, of his passes. And I watched uh, all the highlights from Minnesota, Iowa, all, all 35 seconds of it. That's tough. If he, if he gets if he gets a, a defender in his face, he's he's just rocking that ball nowhere near his receiver. So that's I mean, but again, that's asking Scotty Hazelton to dial up pressure and have it get home, which will be easy with Simeon Barrow uh, not on the team. Oh anymore. yeah, that, right. that, that makes that makes yeah, that right. task our, our, so much better. Our, our, our captain uh, defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. that that old yeah. that old thing. Yeah. Okay, nope. Keep it up. We're gonna do this. Next man up, man. Next man next up. Next man up. Hey man, it's time for a young kid's time to shine. Right. Right. This Wh- is it. Whoever that kid is, no clue, but we, we are going he's, to find out. 330 on Big Ten Network. He's <laughs> gotta put on tape for that other school to, to poach him. So <sighs> don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add that. Uh, that part's gonna get edited. Yeah, out right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Uh, I said that. Goal number three. Now you did send me your goals beforehand. Yes. This one, even though Michigan State, like as like a whole this year, has been doing good in this metric, I'm still a little iffy if if this can be met. So if you want to introduce it to us, we'll let the listeners decide if <laughs> this would be a great gambling uh, prop. Under, <laughs> under four and a half penalties, right? That's, uh, yeah, and it's not like a hey, get less penalties than Minnesota because they're the fourth fewest penalized team in the nation. In the okay. entire NCAA, that's so that's pretty good. They're, yeah. yeah, they're they're going to be disciplined. So just focus on yourself. Okay, you know, hey, punt <laughs> like team, that. what did we do all week? Where is this where I'm supposed to be? Right? Don't let don't let the moment get too big. This is a huge Big Ten matchup, kind of. Uh, but I mean, it, stuff like that, like knowing where you're lined up. I mean, everyone's talked about this ad nauseum. Knowing where you're lined up. Don't not not hitting the punt returner when he fair catches, uh, you know. Maybe 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 take some some plays where you don't have any tight ends on the field. Oh they seem God. they they seem to uh, not follow the rules. I'll I'll just put it that way. And it's you know, and I understand that like you're trying to be lenient to the kids, but you gotta sure. hold, you gotta hold them accountable. <laughs> there's a dip. There's a difference, and it's just it's not happening yet. So, it's I mean, just, we, we, get, we get to play the wait-and-see game on Saturday, see if they actually hold them accountable. I, like, I just almost rolled my eyes at full 360 in my head when you said the tight ends. Like, I, Harlan Barnett talked about it after the game. Like, he, he may have been, like, a little too compassionate to these kids, which I get. Like, this is a it, very hard situation. Like, I get yeah. being, like, the, the comforting father here, you know? Right, yeah, and especially, like a, like, a situation like that where it's, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, he Mel Tucker was on the hot seat and, you know, Maybe maybe he gets fired. Maybe he doesn't. This was like blindsided. Even if he had a bad year, he's probably coming back. This is just sure. right? yeah. blindside block. Another penalty that they need to avoid. Ah, yeah, we sure do. Uh, I just want to correct myself there. I said that we've been doing a good job at this metric. I, I, I just sorry. I had the stats up in front of me. I had opponent penalties uh, in front of me. That's why I said it is not. We actually no. have been doing horrible in this metric. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like when when I said that a lot, I was like, that doesn't seem right. I'm going to double check that. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not right at all, Scott. Uh, we're dead. We're dead last in the conference at penalties. Uh, yeah. So, just wanted to clear that before we go any further, because yeah, those mm-hmm. words left my mouth. I was like, we're gonna, 
we do some fact checking there. Make sure I was looking at the right, right side of the screen, and Scott, yeah, I was not looking at the right side. They average like eight, eight penalties a game. If they just yeah, cut three of them, cut three of them. Yeah, right. Mix it up. Yeah, do something different here. Uh, Scott, really quick, I got two goals that I want to add onto this yeah, fire here. And this is because, not just because he's a friend of the program, he was on during the offseason. That was a great chat with good old Nathan Carter. But, like, God, I want to see him find the end zone because he has not had a Power yeah. 5 touchdown so far this season. His only no. touchdowns against Central and Rich. I know, no. I know, because I'm thinking of, like, wow, it's been a while since Nathan Carter has scored. Like, surely he punched it in against, I don't know, That's Maryland that we're all forgetting like, about. No, like, that can't be right. But then you remember they didn't score a touchdown in, like, it's right. Yeah. nine quarters. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, so that's unfortunately correct. And yeah. he's such a nice kid, and he works very hard. He's a great he, player. Yeah, that's right. And like, yeah. They, they, they call run up the middle a million times. It's not his fault. No, so. so that would be nice. And then goal number two I have for this team, you want bottom of the barrel, Scott? I'll give it to you. Just have fun. Just have – because, like, look, I seriously, like, I feel horrible for these kids. I, I get that. It sucks every Saturday afternoon or night where you just sulk over these losses. Like, you think they don't feel even worse about it? Like, this has got to be miserable I, week yeah. to week going through it. So, like, whether it's a win, Scott, that'd be great. Or honestly, like, just find, like, laser tag or go-karts or, like, a nice arcade or walk around the Great American Mall. Oh, Do man, something that puts a smile on these kids' got a, ro- they got a roller coaster in a mall. Right. Like, go to that roller What more right. can you ask for? See, you get it. Like, right. I, or go catch a Timberwolves game if they're home. Oh, yeah, just, right? do something that puts a smile on these kids faces because like, look, you think it's bad being a fan. Like it's gotta be just utter hell every single week. I, just, just, I mean, especially like watching the game film, like, Oh yeah. Why, like, why did I do that? And then that's good. you just can't get out of your own way. <sighs> Prize picks. Hey. I'm sorry, Scott, I got to send you to the bench real quick, but yeah. I, we're, we're bringing you back because that sharp t-shirt you are wearing here. But in the meantime, got to talk to people's ears off about prize picks, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Now, gang, we've been talking about prize picks for a few weeks here. And one thing I love about prize picks is not just how quick it takes to make your picks. No, no, no. Even though it takes me like what, 39 seconds to make my picks, just picking the five players, looking at their projected stats and guessing lower or higher, and then maximizing my money by 25. Like, yeah, sure, I could flip $10 into $250 very simply, but that's not my favorite part of price picks. And no, it's not that, you know, getting paid very quickly is just quite something simple with price picks. They pay you instantly. You're not just sitting around waiting for that money to hit your account. No, 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 no. My favorite part about price picks is that they keep me glued to games that otherwise I could not care less about. Like tonight, Buccaneers, Bills. Sure, they're fun teams, but like honestly, I, I'm not a fan of either of those teams. But when I make my slip at price picks, that is going to keep me involved in the game again. Maximize your money by 25 with their daily fantasy sports games and also start winning right now when you sign up. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. It's price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And that's right. For ad number two is Scott Tolan, and we're bringing him back because we're talking to people's ears off about homefieldapparel.com. Now, I got my hat on. I got my lawn sleeve t-shirt on over there. Scott has got one of the t-shirts on over there as well. Scott, how comfortable is Home Field Apparel clothing, by the way? Just, just really quick. So comfortable. Let's go. That's what we're talking about here. That is the name of the game with Home Field Apparel is that you're going to feel good in your t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, sweatshirt, hoodies, even your hat. This is a pretty comfortable hat. And I got a weird shaped head. Like this is working on this dome and not a lot of hats can say that. And as good as you look, 
I'm sorry, as good as you feel. Oh, yeah. You will look even better with the logos they have at homefieldapparel.com. And they're want to save you money as well. When you go to homefieldapparel.com, smash in promo code LOS23 for 15% off of your order. Again, that's homefieldapparel.com, promo code LOS23 for 15% off at homefieldapparel.com. Now, Scott, it's it's been a long time since we've brought this gentleman's name up. I'm actually starting to break out in hives, cold yeah. sweats. I, I, I hear his name in my sleep all the time. It's Urban Meyer. Let's oh, talk about yeah. Urban Meyer here. And honestly, like, how can we start this conversation? Well, let's just start with, Scott, point blank, in your expert opinion right here, like, what percent shot do you give Urban Meyer being on the sidelines at Michigan State next year? Because we talked about this a few weeks ago when this started popping up. In the same episode, I both said 10 and 15%. So we'll just cut the difference, call it 12 and a half percent. Yeah. I think I'm ready to like ratchet it up to like a smooth 17%. I was going to go eight. I was going to go 18%. I like that. There right. we go. Oh, God. This is great. Yeah. This is... Now, have you always been like that or is this something new? Are you seeing like just vibes change? Because I, I'll ramble about it later, but like, how there, are you feeling about the whole There situation? was the quote where he said, where he called Michigan the rival school. Yeah, it's like, and I'm seeing trips to Sarasota. Um, you know, this is, and of course, like every, I, I, I talked myself into Michigan State beating Michigan. Like, oh, there's definitely a pathway. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah, Urban. Yeah, totally. Yeah, why not, man? You know, it's you know, he every everywhere he coaches, he gets health conditions. So maybe like the coaching is related to it. But then I, you know, I'm like, oh, why would you do that? But then I remember like how many ice cold seltzers I have, and it gives me health issues the next day. And I just, ah. keep, I just keep going back at it. So, so that's, that's, I think that's how he feels about coaching. There's something that like, I never believed in this whole saga. And that's, you know, there have been many people uh, that have said like, oh, it's a 0% shot. I, I've never truly believed that just because, okay. Like he is the, okay. I was going to say, I was going to sign myself. I was going to say the greatest coach. He is one of the greatest coaches in cultural history, currently okay. with a studio job. And, I get that he makes allegedly $7 million, although like finding an article that can fact check that. Yeah, it, yeah, right, just like, there's like it. one article online that says that. And like, it looks like it's written by AI. So I don't even know. Yeah, how true right. that is. You can make more money coaching. And also, well, yeah, if you're Michigan state's shoes, you are going to talk to the highest coach out there. And also this is my biggest thing right now. Money talks. Everyone's got a price tag and it really helps when, Hey, if you're a Michigan state fan or a Michigan state administrator, or someone in the select department, you got a billionaire prodigal son running around and doing things, man. Oh, like yeah. I, Matt Ishbia, I think, I don't know this for sure. I, this is no inside info or anything, but like, I have a very hard time believing that he isn't at least tangibly in these conversations with urban Meyer. And this is a guy I don't know if anyone has seen the moves he's made the last years. He gets stuff done. I was going to uh, say, a guy trades I, for Kevin Durant, and you're not going to think you. he's going to do a big move for his alma mater. Right. Like, oh, yeah. hey, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to own a sports team. Bang, just goes out and buys yeah, a I'm Phoenix Suns. Yeah, like, right. It's just like me looking at the yogurt section of the grocery store. Like, that's how Matt Ishbia just looks at life, whether it yeah, is right. buying a team, getting Kevin Durant, landing Bradley Beal in the offseason. It's like, yeah. oh. This is even possible with the salary cap, like whatever, like making games free for fans. Yes, exactly. Like if there's something that he wants to do, I, it, it certainly looks like from the outside looking in, Scott, he gets it done. And yeah. like, I, so I, I don't think the conversations are a complete zero between like the Urban Meyer side of things and Madish, like, I, and I hate to like, you know, spend the guy's money, but just yeah, by right. his behavior, 
Like this is a guy where if he sees something he likes, which very well could be a guy that has won three national titles in college. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's at zero. And like, I, I do want to like stop myself and caution everyone. Like, I'm not saying it's most likely to happen. I'm not saying like, Oh, this would be disappointing if it doesn't but like at the mortgage I on it, man. I, I, I guarantee it. you heard it here first. I guarantee <laughs> it. No, no, no. Yeah. It so, started as, it started as like a non zero, like, Oh, just a non zero yeah. chance. And then it's like, okay, all right. There, there's, you hear rumors and like all rumors, they're true. And then of he's course, Lansing, and then he's wearing the green tie, and then they yep. don't even talk about it on Big Noon Kickoff. So he's like, "Hey guys, I, I I can't talk about it yet. Let's you know just push it to the side." That is an interesting point. I, I'm actually glad you brought that up. That is interesting, and and just like look, I know that there's a lot of like screenshots of private jets flying in and out of like Columbus or Sarasota, like, mm-hmm. and are all them true? Absolutely not. No. But they can't all be not true, right? right. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> one of them's got to hit. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Like that my best, one from, of them has to hit. I mean, one, on. of, the, one of these seventeen team parlays is gonna hit. hit yeah, like one of those jets from Scottsdale, Arizona to Sarasota, Florida, may have had the owner of the Phoenix Suns. Right. Hey, oh, this is yeah, right. So let me ask you this: If it turns out in a few weeks here that it is, we'll call it Mike Elko or Jonathan Smith or something like that, would you be disappointed? that it's not urban. Like, would you be upset? Like, has it festered over you this much? Cause for state, some state fans, I think we are at that point. No, I, it's, it's like when okay. I get upset that I didn't win the Powerball. Okay. Yeah, sure. That would have been awesome. It would have <laughs> yeah. solved a lot of problems, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. So yeah, it'd be, That's it'd be comparison. fun. I mean, they're going to make them look like a scumbag anyway. The media tried to make Izzo look like a scumbag. So sure. Just, right. I mean, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Give me five years of just run after run, and then, Amen. and then I'll, I'll be, I'll be good with that. I'll, I'll have memories. So and that's also kind of my thing with the urban thing too. Is like you are never going to win a PR battle, and I know urban comes with baggage, but like he also comes with a great coaching pedigree. Which, mm-hmm. again, like I, the the best example I used was before the Michigan game, and I, I tweeted this out. So if you're on Twitter, this is going to be your second time hearing this or seeing this, but Sports Illustrated had a headline. It's like Michigan State contemplated not playing against Michigan, which is true. Like that, that's a patent fact. Mm-hmm. But like you click on the comments, everyone's just ripping on them. It's like, oh, Sparty's yeah, trying to right. dodge a game. And like Sports Illustrated knew what they were doing with that oh, headline. Yeah. Like Scott, let me ask you a question. If I gave you a box of puppies, would you light that on fire? No, no, I can, I can definitively say no. Well, but you you thought about it for a second. So here's my headline: Scott Tolanen contemplates burning box of puppies. Mm-hmm. Well, just like the headline could have been, Big Ten gives Michigan State option to cancel the game because that's essentially what happened. The Big mm-hmm. Ten came to Michigan State and said, "Hey, you have the option to not play this game." And Michigan State was like, eh, "No, we're going to play this game." Yeah. But here's every headline out there: is like, "Oh, Michigan State hey. thinking of skipping game." Like, great, we're never going to win a PR bet. Yeah. No, it is, Sorry, I'm just now I'm yeah. rambling. Now I'm rambling. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not done actually. Because okay. Team A, Team A is the one that cheats. Team B gets the option of skipping the game. Okay, Team, team B yeah. is the team being cheated against. Common sense says that Team A should have the ire of fans right. and readers. Yeah. But it turns out like no, think. some somehow Team B, Michigan State, was the team in the wrong so far in that whole saga. Right, so, and like the, the safety thing. I can see it being an issue because even if they have, you know, even if you mix up signs, you can't completely overhaul your, your system in 24, 48 hours. If they know that you're, you know, you're running 
you know, between the tackles to the right, they're going to load that up and they're just going to clobber your running back. So I, I do sure. understand the safety, you know, or, Hey, we have a, uh, we have a slot receiver running over the middle. This, this safety knows it's coming and it's just going to wreck them. So like, it, it, yeah. this, you know, it's like, Oh, what safety you got to play football, but it's like, no, there are advantages that Michigan may have had that, that could have ended in serious injury. That's how, that's how I see it. So definitely. I'm sorry. I, I got off on a tangent here because I know that you have a coaching candidate that you want to throw out there. This is what we'll end on. You okay, make the yeah. hire. Well, I guess I make the hire, but like, okay, who's your candidate? Because I'm my, very excited to hear this. My pitch. My pitch for this is like bare bones research. I don't, I don't know okay. where his recruiting classes ended up, and he really hasn't been anywhere for like more than three years, whether it's his fault or not. But like Tom Herman. A is like an offensive genius. Uh-huh. And so it's like, even at, I think he was coaching at Rice and they had like a top 10 offense. And it's like, hey, if we're going to be bad, let's be entertaining, right? Sure. No, no one strives to be Iowa, but they have a great defense. Yeah, I, I want to be entertained, right? Oh, and man. then uh, Houston, they, they were, I think they were like a, what, like a five and seven team that he like got to like eight and four when at a time where like the, Transfer portal wasn't what it is now. So it was almost mm-hmm. the same roster that due to hope, you know, you think due to coaching elevated everyone's play, you know? So in Houston, you know, obviously not a hotbed of football, but mate brought him to relevance goes to Texas where, I mean, maybe the worst boosters. I mean, I mean, there's, there's a couple other schools I can think of, but sure. Like just a, there's a, a lot of issues. Though, brutal boosters. Yeah. yeah. So if you're right. not, if you're not winning a national title every three years, they're giving you the boot. I mean, <laughs> get out. <laughs> I mean, uh, and you know, I, again, I don't know where his recruiting class is, but he he won the Big Twelve at one point. He had a season where here's here's I I, I got another uh, another stat for you. And so this okay. is 2019. His losses were number six LSU, number six Oklahoma at TCU at Iowa State when Matt Campbell was still a hot coaching name, and then at 14 Baylor. It, there aren't a whole lot of teams that are going to come out okay. of that unscathed. So, you know, and, and then, you know, you, you, you win a big 12 title. That's great. But then, you know, you're Texas is expecting to win you to win it every year, you know, 10, 11 games, uh, you know, Texas is back that whole thing. Um, but, and then he's coaching at FAU can't, you know, just kind of like a little rehab spot come Go back. On. Yep. He, he was born in Cincinnati, coached yep. at Iowa State, co- coached at uh, Ohio State under Urban Meyer. So you get part of the coaching tree. You get you get Urban's ear on how to, you know, how to win. Here we go. Here we now, go. Yeah, now. <laughs> I mean, it's so simple. In five years, we're going to win a national title if you hire Tom Herman. There's no other possible no. pathway. Is, wow, is, this is, is like – Mom, I want ice cream. Oh, we have ice cream at home. Like, I want Urban Meyer. It's like, oh, we have Urban Meyer at home. Yeah. And, his, and his name goes by Tom Herman. Tom like, Herman, is, yeah. I don't hate that. I, I truly I don't. don't. Like, yeah. if that's like, I that's one name I could spin myself into, like, being, yeah, great. Awesome. He did great. Uh, local guy, uh, Midwest roots. Yeah, yeah. But I don't hate that whatsoever. I'm, I'm in for it. Again, that, for I, it. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know how his recruiting is. I don't know who you would bring in for OCs, DCs. Future us problem. That's a future. Yeah, us right. Problem. Hey, yeah, right. Just yeah. There right. we go. Get them at like five million a year to start. Yeah, I, 
let's go. Run up the flagpole. Uh, if we're not raising <laughs> the urban fire flag, let's yeah, right, yeah. If it's not urban, flag, you know, right right. It. <laughs> Well, Scott, really do appreciate it, man. Anything you want to plug here before we let you go and enjoy the rest of your weekend, whether uh, it's Saturday's game or Sunday's exhibition? SpartanAvenue.com. Check it out. Um, follow me on Twitter, ScottyT615. It's mostly self-deprecating MSU stuff during the game, but who doesn't love that? So No. I was going to say that's, that sounds like uh sounds pretty familiar. And, yeah, and, so. and so, no, Scott, thanks a lot. And also the viewers, the listeners, thank you all so much. We will be back on Sunday night to recap both the Minnesota game and the Texas, uh, Texas, the Tennessee exhibition game as well all in one episode. But until then, enjoy your weekend. Let's mix it in water. Love you all. Go green.